Welcome to An Artist's Journey, the podcast about creating and thriving as an artist. I'm your host, Malcolm Dewey, a full-time artist, and I'm living the artist's life. So let's begin. Recently, I was talking on the podcast about uh, getting back into teaching and how important it is for an artist to start teaching. The other day I was talking to my wife, I think over breakfast, and we were talking about this subject. And she said to me that um, for an, an artist to take a workshop, for example, is extremely stressful. And artists are actually very shy of um, putting themselves out there. She mentioned that in her case, she was extremely self-conscious about having strangers watching her painting and found it very difficult to get into that uh, situation and and benefit from a class. And it made me think about uh, years ago, I attended a workshop. A guy came from uh, overseas, an artist of some repute, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to learn a few things from a professional. We're all looking to learn something extra. So I went along to the workshop. It was a week-long affair, and I found that when I started on the first day, I was, in fact, very nervous. I realized, even though I had a lot of experience and years of painting and uh, and knew my way around um, various concepts, in artistically speaking, I still was nervous. And um, that is a natural thing. And if you are a teacher, you'll be aware of this, hopefully. And and uh, it's a responsibility of every teacher to make the students feel at ease. So if you can get your class to be comfortable and uh, responsive and enjoy their time and not feel uh, under pressure, then all the better. And, and they will really appreciate that. It also gave me a, a moment to think about um, when I was uh, at school. And I think the only teacher that I really enjoyed was uh, no surprise was my art teacher and and this um, guy actually was teaching us uh, art history although um, quite a dry subject in if you're not really interested in in it i think uh, there were a couple of factors that made this experience so so much fun for one thing because our school didn't have an art teacher in the school we had to go to another art center in the town for uh, art lessons. This was in high school. This meant we'd, an hour before school closed, we'd get on a bus, travel off to the art center and get our art classes there twice a week. And then there would also be a theory class also held off campus from the school. And this was a lot of fun. It was a break from the boring routine of school and we could leave school early and go to the art center. So that was cool. The other good thing was that the, the guy teaching us art theory uh, treated us like university students. He would give a lecture, we'd have to take notes. Uh, he wouldn't behave or talk to us like a regular teacher, and he wasn't um, restricted in those ways. And uh, he was generally quite funny as well, especially when he lost his temper with us for loafing around or not paying attention. And he would tell us straight off to get our act together. And we we loved it. It was uh, a real fun experience. And I think that he loved teaching the uh, art history classes. I mean, to face a, a bunch of school kids that probably tired, a bit distracted, and some of them 
just bored out of their minds. Whereas guys like me, of course, were trying to pay attention. And he never um, lost his motivation. I can uh, say that with certainty because even today, despite him being well past retirement age, he's still teaching um, art theory on a voluntary basis at the local art gallery to adults. So I know that he, he is into his subject, he loves it, and enjoys the opportunity to teach. This is another part of teaching that interests me. It's kind of like um, paying it forward or expressing your gratitude for what you've learned from teachers and mentors in your life. In my instance, I'd never expected to be teaching art to many people, whether it's online or, or in my studio or in workshops. I never dreamt I would be doing that. And uh, here I am, I'm doing it on a regular basis, getting a lot of pleasure out of it. It's helped me learn my subject and uh, test out theories of painting and and what have you, but also enjoy putting these things out online uh, without expecting anything in return. So I, I guess that I've also got a, a deep love for the subject. I always think about my high school teacher. He really did enrich my appreciation of art in general. And it's still stuck with me today. And, and I try and convey that in my own way to art students that, that uh, work with me. If I think if you're considering teaching, remember that it's not how much you know. It's simply the fact that you know something that someone else may not know. You've got the knowledge there to teach anyway. And if you really love your subject, you're going to enjoy finding more information and passing that on as well. I think it just leads one into the other. And the feedback you get is normally so positive. It's, it gives you a boost as well. It's good for your morale. I think it's also a way of showing gratitude, like I said, for what has gone in before you, those that have taught you at school or at college, but also artists that have come before us. I mean, consider, for instance, the Impressionists who changed everything from uh, old uh, school master painting to the more modern type of loose Impressionist painting. Perhaps it doesn't appeal to you, but to me, it helped me to transform my own painting and really appealed to me. Now, those um, Impressionist artists may not have even thought that um, what they were doing was going to start a, a new world movement, which is still going to this day. And that so many people, millions and millions, have learned from them. If you mention this to Renoir or Monet at the time, they would have probably laughed you off and thought uh, you're giving them way too much credit. But there you are. Um, it's part of our responsibility to learn from them and to carry that forward. And if we can, teach that to others. There's also a lot of um, people that will get benefit from teaching in many other ways. I th I'm thinking of, uh, for instance, uh, people that have gone into retirement that carry a wealth of information with them but not, may uh, be bored with what they're doing. Maybe they're not getting the um, benefit that they thought retirement would provide to them, and now they have a lot of spare time. Some might want to supplement their income or even work for an extra bottle of wine here or there. All of that is a fun way to add some variety to your life. Of course, there are professional or former professional teachers who are now retired and and have so much still to offer. And have a look at what you really love to do and whether you can help other people get uh, 
more of that experience. Whether it's in your um, own community, in an art center, and at a local school even, where you could uh, act as a, in a backup capacity, or simply teaching your grandchildren some of the tips and tricks of your trade. Now, I think of um, family members who are retired and um, are good at computers or or good at uh, repairing vehicles. All of these things, when you really are an expert through a lot of practice over the years, you do that job so well that, that actually you're pretty much an artist at whatever you do. I know my father, for instance, can um, diagnose what's wrong with a car just by listening to it in most cases. He knows where the problem is and can dive straight in and fix it. That's a real talent. He's not interested really in getting back into teaching any of us how to repair vehicles. He says these days you need to be a computer engineer to fix a car and he's probably right. But nevertheless, he could still teach uh, people or young people people, anyone really, the basics of car maintenance, for instance. When it comes to creativity, this is often a thing that has been left for later in life. And people have started retirement and vowed to uh, improve their creative life. In most cases, probably in a lot of cases, it's, it's fair to say, this doesn't get done. And why is that? Because habits are hard to break. If you've been working in an office for several decades, and now you've got some free time. It might seem a bit silly, actually, to take up painting. I know some people just don't get it, and they haven't been doing anything creative their whole life, but could really love to do that. So why not learn something? And uh, if you can learn some creative things and activities from friends, family, or people in your local area that are volunteering their service, that might just be enough motivation for you and where you don't feel threatened. Because I know a lot of people don't want to do these things because they say they can't draw and the last thing they want is to look stupid. And just like we said in the beginning, we've got to appreciate that many people feel intimidated by showing that they can't do something, especially later in life. If you've got this knowledge, see if you can help others break through those barriers and um, get through those areas where they're stuck or afraid or uncertain but could really benefit from um, learning a few creative things from you. Um, take a look at your own situation. See if there is an opportunity for you to explore some teaching, whether it's paid or just on a voluntary basis. See where you can help out. I guarantee that you will get so much out of it and the people you're teaching will appreciate getting that little extra help or variety in their life as well. All in all, I think teaching is a wonderful way to be grateful for what you have learnt in your life and to pay that forward to others and we're never too old or too young to learn something new. Anyway, I hope that's given you something to think about. If you're going to take the leap and start some teaching, then good luck and uh, enjoy it. Okay, until next time, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please feel free to like and share it and uh, subscribe so we can chat again next time. Until then, cheers and have fun. This episode is brought to you by Art of Content, the podcast transcription service. Art of Content.co.za 
will transcribe your podcast or video quickly and efficiently. Why is it important to transcribe your podcasts or videos? A transcript added to your blog or website improves the searchability of your show. A transcript is helpful for people who enjoy reading or want to peruse your blog and then decide on listening to your show or can just follow along and listen to your show and read. All of these benefits help your website visitors and audience digest your message and uh, learn more about what your show is all about. So get a hold of Art of Content at CRZA and talk to them about your transcription services. You'll find the rates affordable and the service quick and efficient.